Hey, y'all. It's Lauren. This week, I'm talking about dating with Chris Keenan. This is the Chicks and Dip Podcast. What's up, y'all? It's Lauren back here with another episode of the Chicks and Dip podcast. I'm so excited that y'all are here. Happy February. We made it through the first month of 2023. How we feeling? How we feeling? I am recording in the studio today with a fantastic guest. Uh, my friend Chris is on, and this is coming out about a week before Valentine's Day. So um, we're talking about dating. I did a little crowdsourcing, and it was just fun. Like we, I feel like in the last couple weeks, we've had like kind of more not serious episodes, but almost more serious, you know, like, like we've gotten like real about sperm donation and mental health and ghost hunting. Like it's been kind of a more serious vibe. And so this episode is a lot of fun. Like we really just kind of shot the shit, uh, read a bunch of your crazy dating stories and we had a lot of fun. Um, so I'm really excited for y'all to hear that. But, um, before we get into that, I want to tell y'all about an event. Mark your calendars. Um, I am hosting Galentine's Day at Borough House South here in Savannah on February 13th from 8 to 10 p.m. Um, so it's all over the socials. If you follow us, then you have already seen it. Um, but I really hope that you guys will come out. It's going to be really fun. We've got a DJ and uh, he's going to be playing like all of... You know, your favorite, like, girls' night out jams. Like, picture, you know, like, you're doing your makeup, like, at the pregame to go out with your girlfriends, and you're sipping a neutral and doing your mascara. Like, all those songs that are on in the background, that's what we're going to be jamming out to. So, it's going to be really fun. Um, I believe there's going to be some neutral specials at the bar, so that's amazing. Um, I'm going to have some decor. Um, it's going to just be awesome. So, I really hope that you guys come out. Um, if you've gone to a Taylor Swift night that I've hosted before, it's going to be a similar vibe so lots of fun bring your girlfriends honestly bring whoever bring your guy friends i don't care um but join me for valentine's day on february 13th i cannot wait i'm on another level today you guys i've had like the most aggressive amount of caffeine i got this you know like those uh vietnamese iced coffees have you ever had one of those the first time i ordered one the barista was like it's really strong and i was like like in a good way she's like yeah like like cocaine and i was like i i haven't done that before but like i trust you give it to me <laughs> It's like a great coffee order if you can find somewhere that does it. It tastes really good, but it is a ton of caffeine. So um, that will definitely like reflect in um, the upcoming interview. I'm just kind of all over the place and talking really fast. Um, anyway, I'm happy that you guys are here. And before we get into our interview today, y'all know, I want to talk about Neutral. Thank you so much to Neutral for supporting the Chicks and Dip podcast. I really appreciate your support. Um, today on the set, I've got cranberry. I have cranberry orange and cranberry apple. Um, and they're wonderful. They're gluten-free. They're 100 calories. They're so good. Um, they're not super sugary and processed tasting. They're very light and refreshing. Chris, how's that tasting? He said delightful. Chris is in the studio. We just did our interview, and he's hanging out while I do my intro. Uh, he, You heard it here first. We have a witness in the studio today. Quote, delightful. Official review of the Neutral. Delightful. 10 out of 10, he says. Yes. Thank you so much to Neutral for supporting the show. I appreciate you being here every week. And um, y'all pick them up. You can get them at the bar. You can get them at your local liquor store. Check them out. Um, yeah. And so without further ado, I will get into it uh, with Chris because we talked for a really long time. Like, I don't really have any more time to ramble. So we'll get into it in three, two, one. All right, y'all. I am here on the set with this week's guest. This is my friend, Chris Keenan. He's a bartender. He's the man in charge of the Cocktail Boys. Welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I know. I've never done this before, so... Are you nervous? Slightly. Good. 
<laughs> That's why we got the neutral. Well, here we go. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> um, so first to start, introduce yourself to people. Tell people who you are. How old are you? What do you do? Well, my name is Chris. Um, I've been a bartender at Trailer Park for eight years now. I'm 34 years old. Uh, I recently brought a concept to Savannah called the Cocktail Boys. It's a male bartending service. Basically, we take care of girls weekends, bachelor weekends, birthday weekends, divorce parties, you name it. Divorce party? That sounds amazing. It sounds like it would be kind of epic weekend. Yeah. For sure. We, so I, when did I even meet you? Uh, I met you back at the, I believe at the social that we did, but it might've been just before that. Yeah. I feel like we did the photo shoot before that. We did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It was the photo shoot for one of our first, uh, outings and you were helping out. I believe that was planning savvy that we yes. were working with. Yep. So we, I show up to this photo shoot, you guys, and I'm like, what are the cocktail boys? And literally, it's all these cute dudes in like matching shirts and they're pouring mimosas and they're like, who wants us to pour a shot in your mouth? I'm like, this is the best photo shoot of my life. Like, <laughs> it was so fun. We do more than just pouring shots, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. That's the funnest part. We, we definitely pamper every girl, especially the bride to be or divorcee or mm -hmm. birthday girl, you name it. I love this. And you're in the perfect city for it. Yeah, we're, we're trying to tackle out the market before it actually exploded. Yeah. I mean, it's always been a bachelorette haven, mm -hmm. but I feel like the way the city's growing, it's going to only just, just explode, like I was saying. Totally. Well, we'll get like back into everything, but this episode, you guys, is going to be all about dating. Um, I crowdsourced from y'all, and as usual, y'all delivered. Um, I asked for your dating stories, your questions, and so the reason that Chris is here for this episode is because you just heard it. Like He's clearly charismatic as hell, okay? He's a bartender, and he works with ladies for the Cocktail Boys, so I thought that it would be really fun to, you know, I love to give my opinion. I love it. Um, but I thought that it would be pretty fun to bring on a male perspective to, you know, ping back and forth on your stories. Um, so I guess we'll kind of get into it. Oh, and also this comes out like a week before Valentine's Day. So that's like perfect. Um, so I guess we can start with you just a little bit. You don't have to get like into the details, but like, can we get a brief overview of like your dating history? Like you ever been married? I've never been married. Serious relationships? I've had a few here and there. Okay. Not too long. About when people say serious relationships, I feel like they're looking at like maybe three, four, five years. Mm -hmm. I've hit like a year and a half mark and it just never worked out. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Well, I totally agree that that's what people think, but I don't agree with that. I think that you can totally have a serious relationship in a year. Like that's a long time. Oh, for sure. It just I mean, depends on how deep you're getting with the person. I mean, if you want to get deep, you never get time back. So you're already, you're already losing that time. Damn, Chris. I mean... Just saying. I'm going to just end the episode there. <laughs> that was wisdom. <laughs> um, so uh, do you remember <laughs> your first ever date ever? Oh, see, for me, it's a lot longer than yours. That's true. 34. Damn. That's like uh, you got to trek back to like what? I'm getting like ready the to 70s? apply for my AARP card. Uh, <laughs> ouch. See, when I was growing up, we burned cassettes. Okay. Shut up. Are you being serious? Are you that old? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was being funny, really. Rude. <laughs> Damn. Chris. No. Um, first date. I guess when I was growing up, it wasn't really dates. It's more like middle school dances. Ooh. So if you went with somebody to a middle school dance or like Friday night movies for five bucks, it was it was like that kind of thing. But you went as a group. It wasn't uh -huh. a like date. 
So my first date probably wasn't until like I was in college. Yeah, like your real first real mm-hmm. date. Wow. Honestly, I guess my first real date wasn't until after I graduated high school, too, because it was the same thing. Like, you'd go with, like, 10 of your friends, but then, you know, like, you were texting, like, your crush on the side. Yeah, you had, ooh, the crush. Um, you had, like, that, that like, high school fling, I guess, like, mm-hmm. just to be in that cool group. Mm-hmm. But I don't consider that dating. That's it, true. It was, like I said, it was more of a group like, oh, man, they're together. Let's all hang out as a group and let's go do things as a group. And then mm-hmm. you all just like shared a bed. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I love that you just said that you shared a bed. My mom was like the queen of making like our living room into just a huge pallet. Mm-hmm. So I would have like eight of my friends over. And like when they showed up, my mom would be like tucking in the final touches <laughs> of this pallet just bed. Just like cocooning everybody. It's <laughs> yes. like, don't touch anybody else. It was awesome. And it was so fun. We like ordered pizza and then like, just lay on the pallet and hang out. It was weird. <laughs> nice. um, so I do have a little story um, about what was not my first date, but I thought that it was... Date is not the right word, but like I was going to hang out with a boy like one-on-one at my house. And so I was like so nervous. And Risque. I know. And so excited, Like, which I mean, like I had strict parents. Like I wasn't going to go in my room and shut the door. No way. Um, but like... <laughs> I leave it cracked just a little bit. <laughs> right. But like... The guy had brought it up. He brought it up. He set this whole thing, set the vibe, set the tone that it was going to be just me and him. Like we were going to watch a movie. I was like 16 or something. And um, then he shows up with my best friend, Brooks. Brooks is a character on this podcast. All these people know he's been my best friend for like 15 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. I did not know he was coming. So this crush of mine shows up. I'm looking so cute just to do nothing at my house with him. And then he rolls up with my best friend, another dude. And I am traumatized by this story. I'm like cringing. <laughs> I thought that we were going to watch, you know, like a good movie to watch with your crush. Like mm. either something scary or maybe a rom-com. We get there. It's two dudes and me. And he's like, let's watch <laughs> World War Z. <laughs> I swear I'm traumatized by that movie. That's my favorite rom-com. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? Brad Pitt? Dreamy. Dreamy. It was so just cringe. You know, I was like, I'm in full glam right now watching a zombie movie with my best friend and the guy I thought that I was like, maybe going to kiss today. Ew, ew, ew. I hated it. Yeah. I I wouldn't say that was a cock block, but (laughs) slightly. I think that the guy, like, I don't know, like how humbling for me, you know, like Brooks didn't invite himself. The guy invited him. That's horrible. I'd agree. But would you not say zombies don't turn you on? I do love zombie shows, actually. <laughs> it's like, I feel like everyone's infatuated with zombies, but it's like undercover. Okay. Have you been watching The Last of Us? I don't watch too much TV. Oh my God, Chris. Okay. Can you just like leave, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Um, so once you started going on dates, what is your go-to date? Like right now, if you're going to ask somebody on a first date, what's your dream day? <sighs> See, I wouldn't classify as a date because a lot of people are so, like, afraid of that word and afraid of, like, attachment. They feel like it's, like, an obligation. Uh-huh. So, it's, like, I usually just throw out the words, like, hey, let's go grab a drink or let's go get food and just, like, chat. Real cash. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not really – date is, like, a few a few meals in, I guess you want to say. Okay. And it's – I'm traditional. I'm the one It's like – I'd rather pay first and then just like be respectful. It's like, Hey, I asked you to do this with me. It's on me, Mm -hmm. but yeah, go grab food. 
Um, I'm very, very old school. Like I said, I love going to the movies, so I'd rather like go watch a movie. I know that's a little weird because you're not speaking to mm -hmm. each other for a few hours, but it's like find a mutual interest when it comes to a movie and then it's like, damn, let's go both watch it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I kind of love that. Then you can like go get a drink afterwards and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And you have like some similar interests, I guess. Yeah. Um, but once I start dating, of course, it would be a nicer, nicer meal. It wouldn't be Chipotle. Um, and then maybe just like I, I'm a huge beach person, especially in the summer. It's like I'd rather go out to like Tabby and just walk mm -hmm. as the sunset and just chit chat. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever been asked on a first date and they've called it a date either. Like, mm -hmm. I think that would be a little weird. I it's mean, like forward. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, I think that my I don't know what my like dream first date is. I think maybe something casual like that. Like, I love the thought I would much rather you say like, hey, do you want to like grab a beer after work? Do you want to grab happy hour after mm -hmm. work? I would much rather that than somebody be like, I'm going to take you on a date to like a really fancy cocktail bar. Like that's well. All right, well, we can transition to, all right, have you ever been drunk on a first date? Oh, this is a whole conversation. We're getting there. Oh, oh yes. I, <laughs> I sent him the rundown. Now he's running the show. Um, this is uh, Chips and Dip with Crush. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have been very drunk on a first date. I feel like I used to get drunk on first dates really? a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and Cameron, which that wasn't even our first date, but like our origin story is like, I met him for a beer and it turned into three in the morning and he came Shit home with show. me. Yeah. So like, you know, whatever. Sometimes it works out. One in 20, it works out. Uh, yep. <laughs> me... I wouldn't give it those odds, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So there was, the, well, this is like not being drunk on the date, but this involves like dating and drinking. There was one time I've told this like the previous or the lead up to this story before on the show I did this like beer Olympics day whenever I first moved here and I was at the time working a shift where I had to be at work at four in the morning and got off at one so I was so tired like all the time mm -hmm. so I was exhausted then I did the beer Olympics and the next day I'm not shitting you like 12 hours later I woke up at home and I was like why is this number texting me apparently I had met a pilot and he's super hot and I'm sitting there like chit-chatting with him for two hours i have absolutely no recollection like i was beyond blackout no recollection but he had texted me and was like i had a great time with you like i'd love to take you to dinner this week and i'm like look at me go okay dinner in paris well so i show up to dinner and i'm thinking like again i have no recollection all i know is his name i start asking him stuff about himself i'm like so what do you do and i like start telling him about myself and he dead ass looks me in the face and is like you told me all of this the other day and I was like oh shit and then like I realized like I cannot be that drunk number one period but like I can't be that drunk and then be trying to date people like I had already told him my whole life story when I was so lit and I didn't even remember it was horrible but be a little respectful I would sit down and at least listen one more time about it thank you okay he was being too much just a little just like one more time but if it's like a third time that happens I'm like all right then I'll be like <clears throat> Put my foot down. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, I just, and you know, I played it cool. Like he told me that. And like, of course I laughed it off. And then I was like, look, uh, I'm just going to be honest with you right now. I don't remember anything. So like, I'm going to repeat myself because I'm genuinely trying to get to know you. Mm -hmm. And like, I thought that he was cool, but we left and he did not even give me a hug. It was like, thanks for coming with a wave. And I never heard from him again. <laughs> so that was like pretty traumatizing, but, um, I have gotten pretty drunk on like first, <laughs> well, not a ton, actually. I've gotten pretty drunk on first dates, but the guy has always been more drunk than me. 
Perfect. know what I mean? Like, I think that he was more nervous than me. And so, like, I was getting lit just to, like, try to have fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, like, yeah, I get the whole nervous aspect, but being, like, shit-faced... I don't know about that. I mean, I've had a few, don't get me wrong, I've had my fair share of those dates, but I get the nervousness, go have a few drinks and let loose, but man, blacking out is <laughs> not a good sign on the first date. It's a bold choice. I uh, mean... It's a very bold choice, especially <laughs> when you wake up next to him and you're like, who the hell? Oh, I forgot. It's Brenda from last night. Brenda, man. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I feel like I love the older I get, like, I kind of love the idea of going on a date that doesn't just like revolve around alcohol. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But again, like I love the happy hour because it's like not a commitment. Like we're not going out on a Saturday night on a first date. I would rather go out like on a Wednesday so that I can be like, hey, I've got to be at work tomorrow morning. <laughs> so at like nine o'clock, we're cutting it off. It's a school night. Yeah, for real. And then that prevents you from like getting so, so lit. Hopefully we talked about your do. You, what's the worst date and the best date that you've ever been on? Ooh, I don't know if there's a worse because there's pretty bad ones. Really? Yeah. What made them bad? It's just being that whole like, all right, it might have been the nervousness. Maybe it wasn't, but it was like the girl got blacked out and I'm sitting here like sipping on alcohol instead of like shooting alcohol. And she just blacks out. She blacks out. She goes to the bathroom at dinner, throws up, comes (gasps) back and is like, I got to go. And then she just leaves. I'm like. Oh, my God. All right. Well, call me. Call me, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Lose my number. <laughs> I um, mean, I I feel like the... So, like, based on the listener stuff, a lot of people will get super lit on their first date. And again, like, I just feel like it works out, like, once in a blue moon. Yep. I feel like it, it, it hits to a... It gets to a point where it's, like, either you both are going after it or one of the person's ahead of you. <laughs> and it ends up wrong on that one person because it from personal experience i mean i've been that person too not to throw up at dinner but like (laughs) to get to the point where i'm like i'm having too much fun right and it just escalates and escalates and she's like like you said it's like it's school night i gotta go and then i'm like cool bye and then i just continue the night by myself right cool that's when it works out whenever you both are like trucking along at the same pace like and then you mutually agree to be like all right well it is a school night let's go home yes or not let's go home, but like, let's go to our respective residences. Or let's go home, you know, whatever. Sure. We don't shame first date activities nope. on this podcast. I do not. <laughs> okay, so what's the best date you've ever been on? Can you like pinpoint one? Uh, best date, best date, best date. I don't know. It's, I've had a pretty, pretty decent amount of dates to where it's like I actually left happy. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I have a particular like singular date that I was on and I'm like, you know what? This is the best date I've ever been on. Yeah. Um, I've had the opportunity to have some people in my life that were amazing and I just was happy to be around them. Mm -hmm. Some of the best dates, it's really hard for me to pinpoint one because I feel like there's two categories, right? Mm -hmm. I have gone on some of the best unexpected date nights with people that like I never actually dated. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't go on a second date or like maybe we didn't go on. I don't know. Maybe like they weren't my boyfriend, but like 
one of those nights whenever you go out with somebody, maybe you go out with friends or whatever. Like I'm thinking of one thing. I was at a music festival and after like the sets ended and stuff, everybody went home and I just went out with this guy and we ended up staying out for like six hours. Like we weren't mm-hmm. like raging partying. We were just like talking, like walking around the city we were in. We got like late night food and it was so like impromptu and we just kept talking. It was so fun. And like the next day I woke up and I was like, holy shit, like we vibed so hard, mm-hmm. but like I never even really saw him again. We lived in the same city, but we just like never picked it back up. Yeah. But I would still say that was like one of the, like the best impromptu date nights like I've ever been on. Um, on the flip side of that, some of the best dates I've gone on with actual boyfriends have been to art museums. Um, I think that this is such a good date. Like number one, it's up my alley. Like I love art, okay. but I think that it's low pressure because there's something to look at. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be having that conversation like the whole entire time, mm-hmm. but it's also conversation pieces on the wall. Like yeah. you don't have to talk the whole time, but if you feel like you need to talk, literally just make a comment about the art. Um, But that's been a wonderful date. And like I said earlier, like just a casual drink date is like a good thing. I also, I've never done this, but I've seen a couple people like glamorizing it on Instagram, going on like a little date to a farmer's market. <laughs> Like on a Saturday morning, I think with the right person, that would be really fun. I think a brunch day would be dope. I agree with that. Like you literally, it's like, all right, let's meet for literally breakfast or lunch and we'll have some mimosas, chit chat and mm-hmm. we'll see where the day goes. And that, again, that opens the door to hang out for like 12 hours if you want to. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to, you can be like, damn, I have dinner plans. Got to go. Dating apps. You've been on the apps? I have. How'd it go? Very lackluster. <laughs> It's it's just so cringy anymore. It's it's the whole small talk. Try to get to like meet people. I mean, you have Bumble where the girl has to reach out, and most of the time they're just there to swipe and see who matches. Yeah. Um, you have the other ones where it's like you try to reach out and try to make small talk, and it's just like, like I said, it's so cringy and it's, it's so annoying. And and like most of the time they don't even reach back. Or if I had this one girl reach out to me once, and all she did was. She goes, this is me starting a conversation. Now it's your turn. Go. I'm like, what? That's still me starting the conversation. (laughs) Just because you said something first doesn't doesn't mean you're starting anything. But it was just it's just so cringy. And it's I I don't know. Maybe it works out for some people, but it doesn't necessarily work out for me. I didn't love the apps whenever I was on them briefly. I did Hinge. Mm -hmm. And so I got into Hinge because I did a internship in New York City. And I was like, oh, my God, there's so many people here. Like, now's the time to be on a dating app. Yep. It's definitely like a like, hey, I'm getting ready to fall asleep. Let me swipe. Um, That's all that it turned into. I would like sit in my bathtub for like two hours and be like, the water is cold and I'm still swiping. Like, it's addicting. Yep. And I didn't want to meet any of them. I was just (laughs) swiping for fun. Like, it, and it's some of the shit they put on their profiles is just like, it, it's just so outlandish. And I mean, when I put it up there, it's just all about travel. Like, it's like, hey, I want to see this. I want to do this. Yeah. Like, and like people would like it and I'll be like, all right, cool. Like if you could choose anywhere in the world, where would you go? Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. I'm like, why are you going to like that if you're not going to respond? Damn. Maybe I can get something out of this. I was about to say, that's why he's on this podcast. Ladies, hit him up. No ring. Oh, my God. I have a few (laughs) hinge date horror stories, actually. Ooh, let me hear these. So one of them um, was right whenever I first moved to Savannah. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, Savannah is a military town, okay? Yes. Crawling with army folks. Love them. Um, 
But I went on a date, a hinge date with this guy, and we met at this pub um, for drinks. And I'm not kidding you, like probably 10 minutes into the conversation or into the date, he's like, do you want to see something hilarious? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh my God, a guy with a sense of humor. He pulls out his phone and shows me a video of him and his roommates. I, I don't know where, like on base or whatever, tiny little room. And he's like, watch, 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 watch. And I'm like, what are we looking at here? It's him. And he just smashes his own head through the wall. That was the whole video. <laughs> and this, I'm, this is our U.S. military people. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh, oh, that was a crazy thing to do. <laughs> and he was like hard laughing at himself. He's like, yeah, it was me and my buddies. And I'm like, what? This is the worst one, though. And this was not even my hinge date. So again, whenever I was in New York, my friend, she was going to go on a hinge date and she's like, okay, I need like backup. So I'm going to ask him if he'll bring a friend and will you come with me? I'm like, yeah, sure. Totally. Double date. Let's roll. So we show up. The bar that we were at was doing some kind of insane happy hour where it was like happy hour, but like for shots or some shit. Like, yeah. And so they're like, oh my God, there's a shot special. Like, let's just all like rip shots for two hours. And I'm like, not in the mood. Again, I had to work the next day. So I'm like, okay, like I'm going to, you know. Take a little sip of this, sip of this. Well, the guys are like full-blown pounding shots. Her date is holding it together very nicely. The wingman, that is, I guess now my date. Like, I don't, I'm not into him. We're not chatting really at all. But like, you know, we're the only other two there. He is getting beyond drunk at this point. And so I'm like, I think that we should get some food because this guy is not going to be okay. <laughs> and so we go to this chicken place. And we order, it's like you order at the counter and then go sit down. We go sit down and I'm like, have the number and I'm like listening. And I look at the guy who's the wingman. He is putting his head on the table, like heavy breathing, putting his head on the table. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm looking across at my friend and her date. They're having a great time. (laughs) They're not even aware that this guy's dying. And I'm just sitting next to him, like literally me and you right now. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) He pops his head up and is drooling. And that's whenever I know. He freaking throws up underneath the table on my feet. My friend and her date are like, ah, what's happening? I'm like, I've been dealing with this all night. Like, look at this. It was horrible. You just realize this. Like, oh my God. Focus. It was insane. And so I didn't even get my chicken. I was like, he's right here. Please somebody feed him. Like, (laughs) and so I just went outside and I remember I carried my shoes. I went like and just batted them on the sidewalk, carrying my shoes to the subway and went home. Okay. Do you want to get into the stories that people Let's wrote go. in? Let's go. Okay, y'all. Let's get so cringy. We crowdsourced, like I said, and had people write in their stories. So as usual, whenever we do this, I'm going to read the stories, and then I'm going to get your reaction here. Okay. <clears throat> this is from a guy. We matched on Hinge, and within 15 minutes, she asked to grab a drink. Red flag. Hinge. <laughs> Things aren't going terribly until she gets really drunk and starts crawling between strangers' <laughs> legs at the bar and almost gets in a fight with someone over it. Wait, I think I know her. Oh my God. She's so (laughs) trash that she can't drive, obviously. So I took her back to my place where she passed out in the tub after vomiting all over my bathroom. I go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and she's gone, and I never hear from her again. Good. Hold on. I look her up on Facebook a few weeks later. Turns out she was married and was on vacation at the time we met up. I'd love to know if she got in a fight with her husband or what led her to going on a hinge date and going out with me that night. Hmm. This one is a lot to unpack. Number one, crawling between people's legs is funny. <laughs> See, I, I mean, I know I know that person. I feel like I've met her a few times. I, I love this one. This one is short and sweet. 
This person says, kind of vanilla, but I've taken girls out to dinner and didn't get a thank you ever. That sucks. Ouch. Well, it leads back to it's like, are you the bland person to where it wasn't fun? They were just like, all right, bye. No, no. I don't care how boring a date is. If somebody's taking me out and paying for even a cup of water, you know, pay for water, even paying for one coffee. I was like, what water are you drinking? (laughs) If they're paying for one coffee, I'm going to say thank you. That's just being a human. Yeah. I mean, yeah, respect. I mean, most of the time nowadays I get, I've been on a few dates where it's like, it's a mutual pay where like a first date. Yeah. Wow. You know I, what? This is like a hot topic. People get heated about this. I know. People are usually like, man should pay. But also, it's like, if it's a mutual agreement where it's like you both go out, I think it it's not uncanny to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm very old school. I would definitely pay. But it's like, if she's very, very ambitious about splitting it. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're paying for everything. Couldn't be me. No, I back so, to the steakhouse we were talking about. <laughs> I feel like a rule of thumb is whoever initiates the date should at least go into it with the expect like, expectation that I'm paying. Like if I ask you on a date, I will try to pay. Are and we that's on happened a date? to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> that's happened to me before though. Like I've initiated going out with a guy, but like there was no chance I was paying. Mm. Not because I didn't want to or, or would, but like. He just was like, no, I got this. Okay, (laughs) next one. This one is crazy. It is so hot in here. Are you sweating? I've been nervous since I sat down. Oh, my God. Okay, this person says, I got asked out on February 15th. That's how I found out I was the side chick. And so I asked for more details on this one. I was like, please, please explain. She says, a week before the date, we were hanging out, and he got a reservation confirmation email for February 14th at the same restaurant. Found out he asked me and another girl to the same place for Valentine's Day. Absolutely brutal. I went anyway, got the most expensive stuff on the menu. At the end of the dinner, I excused myself to the bathroom and instead called an Uber, blocked him, and left. Ouch. No, no, not ouch. I mean, I mean, it's ouch both ways. I mean, that's true. Well, was the Valentine's Day his girlfriend or like? She's a side chick. So, yes, it was his girlfriend. So, I mean, did she know she was a side chick? No, that's how she found out. She saw the reservation oh. email and was like, okay, interesting, and did some sleuthing. Well, one, he's a dumbass for doing Wh- it at the same restaurant. Why would you do that? That is so stupid. Like, do it across town. <laughs> I'm not supporting cheating. We don't encourage side chicks at the Chicks and Dip podcast. Lord. I just... But what an idiot. <laughs> really, that's so dumb, and I don't agree with ditching people ever. However... That's Kudos really to good. her. Right? That's really good. Kudos to her. That's awesome. Order the full, you know, like the filet and then. See, I would, the pick up, I would pick up hints at that point. I'm be like, wait, that's a $112 steak. We're splitting this check. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, she got out of that. She said, Uber, bye. I love that she blocked him before she left. Like, so he couldn't even call her and be like, are you yeah. okay in there? <laughs> <laughs> Steak's so hitting good. me hard. I had to go home. <laughs> Shit. Okay. This person says. My boyfriend and I met at a bar called Crackheads. Love it. Oh, red flag. <laughs> Love it. We got blackout <laughs> drunk on our first date, then drunkenly agreed to get tattoos together. Not matching ones, thank God. Here we are almost two years later, and he's the love of my life. Oh, that's cute. I love this. Okay, this is, again, once in a blue moon, if you're on the same page, getting lit on it's a first the, date it, can work out. It's the spontaneous stuff. It's yeah. like, that's why I like... It's 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 so nice to find somebody who's as spontaneous as 
you can be. Like I know yeah. people have their comfort zones, but being spontaneous is one of my favorite things to do when it comes to traveling, dating, anything. Like it's that tattoo. I mean, shoot, I'll, I'll go get a tattoo with somebody tomorrow if they want. Well, I actually am getting a tattoo tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, just like a spontaneous tattoo, it it could be stupid. It just it's just that memory that you have. It's like if it doesn't work, it's like, man, that one time I met this really dope girl and we just got drunk, went and got tattoos. They didn't mean anything, but it's like, that's her. Yeah. It's like she will always be a memory for the rest of your life. Yeah. And but that's that's dope. It's the love. You find love in mysterious ways. At crackheads. At crackheads. We need Here to find that bar. <laughs> crackheads, okay. we're coming for you. This one is so mean. <laughs> it says, I did a blind date once. He had a flesh-colored mole on the tip of his nose, and I stared at it the entire time, and we never went out again. <laughs> Does that make it a skin tag? <laughs> I, I don't know what a skin tag is. It's I the flesh-colored mole. I thought a skin tag was whenever you like get burned and they have to rebuild your it's skin. Skin graph. Oh, graph. Okay, sorry. Different thing. <laughs> Calvin said I'm fired. <laughs> Damn. Told you I'm taking over this. Okay, look. I understand. I, I feel, I feel conflicted about this because I really do because I think this is a mean thing to say. I think that's a mean thing to say. However, it's not a mean thing to think. All right, this person just says this is just like a date tip. <laughs> this person just wrote in: Don't order a sloppy Joe on the first date and avoid onions and garlic. Oh my God, please. All right, let's get into first date food. No, I have questions about this. Like, this what is specific. Was in the sloppy as, Joe? This is very specific. That's what I'm saying. What restaurant are you going to where there's a sloppy Joe on the menu? Trailer Park. Is there a sloppy Joe on the menu at Trailer Park? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I did not plan this. That's that's awesome. And it, we're not we're not promoting Trailer Park, but I work there and they got great sloppy joes. It's good sloppy Joe. Okay, <laughs> I have kind of a like a hot take about. I don't actually. This might not be a hot take, but I kind of love. Early on in the relationship, let's get some messy food and get it out of the way. Some of like my favorite first date foods are sushi. <laughs> this sounds Sushi's insane. great. Sushi's amazing. I've done a barbecue festival on a date with somebody. Barbecue's dope. I mean, look, get get that barbecue on the white t-shirt. I look, mean, we'll go country on you, but. Get it all over my face and then you've seen me like that and we're good. No pressure forever after exactly. that. I don't know. I think sushi's I mean, perfect. I do enjoy a girl who loves to eat. It's just, yeah, when it comes down to it's like. I like to eat healthy very seldomly, <laughs> but it's it's to the point where it's like I like to eat hearty. Oh um, my god! And if I can't have anybody that's going to dive into some wings with me or like, like you said, barbecue, mm-hmm. I don't know about it. First date, I don't know necessarily if I want to see you face first in a like a, a rump roast. Um, <laughs> but um, a rump roast. That's the first barbecue thing I can think of. <laughs> thinking like a pulled pork sandwich like something normal all right this well, man said rump roast i don't know i couldn't think of that <laughs> but uh I, I just want to know what was in that sloppy joe that got him so worked up well i mean apparently curdled, i guess you can use the word <laughs> onions garlic he literally wrote oh my god please um maybe it was her i don't know maybe she ate the sloppy joe that's what I'm thinking it was. But being Italian, the smell of garlic is, I'm infatuated with it. Heavenly. Ugh, make a candle. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about a garlic candle. Have you seen those butter candles? No. It's horrifying to me, but people <laughs> are really into them. It's like literally a stick of butter with the wick in it, and you like light it, and it melts it, and you're supposed to take the bread and eat it directly off the candle. Psychotic. So does it make the wick edible? 
I have no idea. This one was written in. This is insane. This person wrote in and she works for a nonprofit. She says, a guy asked me out. And while we were there, we talked about my work. At the end, he told me he thought the nonprofit could pay for the date. Bro. (laughs) This girl says, I was dating my now husband and said, I just think we're really different and tried to break up. And he was like, I know. Isn't that great? (laughs) This person says, one time I went on a date and the guy pulled out a superhero Velcro wallet. It depends on the superhero. (laughs) Velcro? Any kind of Velcro. I'm out. I mean, that's showing, that's a power move. You think it is? I don't know. It's just to hear that. (laughs) To get, (laughs) to see his Marvel membership and then his card right behind it. I love Marvel. So like, you know, a Marvel wallet. No, actually, no, no. I'm not on board with the theme wallet. Sorry. Do you have a theme wallet in your pocket right now? I don't. It's in my truck. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This one is my favorite one of all the little one-liners that people wrote in. She says, I I went on a date with a guy who ordered a fajita and he ordered it and said, fajita. Oh, you uncultured swine. (laughs) Maybe it was he. (sighs) That is so funny. See, it's like I mess around sometimes, but I do know how to say some things. But it's like I would say fajita every once in a while. It's like I'm going to get a fajita today. Or like, I'm trying to think of the, like a quesadilla. It's like quesadilla. Yeah. I mean, I hope that he was joking. If he was joking, funny. But like, based on the way she wrote this, I think that he was being dead serious. That's so funny. Mm. She said goodbye. (laughs) Bye. This one. First and last date. This one's horrifying. Worst date. I was set up on a blind date with my cousin's cousin. No, thanks. (laughs) Wait, what? She said she was. Are you in West Virginia? (laughs) Your cousin's cousin would be what? Your second cousin? Is that how that works? I have no idea. Or is that like your cousin's daughter? Anything with the word cousin in it is not in my forte. Too close. Did you watch House of the Dragon? No. I don't watch TV. Well, House of the Dragon, there is a storyline between an uncle and a niece. And you feel like a real perv when you watch it, but you are rooting for them so hard. They are so hot. (laughs) Ew. I know. (laughs) Okay. You might need to go see a therapist. Me? No, it's the, it's HBO. But you said it, they were so hot. All right. Next story. Not talking about uncles and nieces. This girl says, Cousins. Accidentally said, I love you. Third week of dating. You seem like someone who would do that. Ouch. Um, you told me you're a Pisces. I know I'm a Pisces. I'm a, like literally an emotional wreck. Um, <laughs> saying, uh, I think the I love you thing, it could be taken two ways. Um, I wouldn't say like three weeks is too early, depending on the time they spent together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it is, I've had situations where I've been told I love you like, Damn near almost immediately. Really? It wasn't like day one, but it was like week of. And it's, I didn't think much of it, but then it's like, it kept coming out. It wasn't like a slip up. It's like, I might, I think I might like, like love you. Oh my God. Not like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm like, whoa, now you're using that word way too much. 
Like that L bomb should be like cherished. That's like love bombing, you know? Mm-hmm. Too soon. That's weird. Three weeks, I would say, yeah. Three weeks, three months, sure. Three weeks is super quick. Yeah, I agree. I feel, I mean, people have like different takes on this. People are like, oh my God, like a year. Like that's a long time. You know, like I've told somebody I love them like four months in. It's slipped. Yeah. Uh, I definitely say it's definitely slipped out of my mouth before. Yeah. You know what? Tequila makes it all come out. I was about to say, it all goes back to alcohol. Damn it, tequila. The first time, me and Cameron, he will tell you a different story, but uh, <laughs> he'll say that I was a little drunk and said it first, and I say he was a little drunk and said it first. Okay, this one, I think that we can end it with this one because this one is freaking nuts. I went on a first date with a guy I met on Bumble. Obviously, I didn't know his last name because we met on a dating app. The date went super well, seemed like a great guy. We were at the restaurant for like three hours. He left his card on the table to pay and went to the bathroom. Me being me, I looked at the name on his card and found out his last name. The name on the card did not match up with the name he gave me, so I looked him up on Facebook, and he had a wife and six children, one being four months old at the time. Y'all? <laughs> Y'all. You think he'd had enough with the one with the six. <laughs> I... <laughs> The that more and more lot. we do crowdsourcing, the more I learn. These married folks are out of control. It's, oh, man. How can you do that? I mean, maybe they have an arrangement, like surely. Um, that's all of our crowdsourcing. The only other thing that I did want to chat about, I want to talk about the Cocktail Boys a little bit more. Okay. So um, you told us what it is. Like, why Why do you like it? Is it like, tell me about it. Uh, it kind of keeps me in the same aspect of bartending. Yeah. Um, and also, it is a like a service that is untapped in this area. Um, we are the second largest bachelorette destination or girls weekend destination on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We're behind Nashville, which we do have a branch in Nashville. Um, and it's just it's just fun. When I went out to Scottsdale in Austin and got to see and like participate in the parties and whatnot, it was so seamless for these girls. And it's like trying to get a group of bachelorettes to do anything as a group is so difficult. Mm -hmm. So when you meet them at their Airbnb, they're in their comfort zone. Um, They have everything they need and want to like drink and eat and whatnot. So you're just, you're like a glorified butler service that's taking care of them, making sure they're having a good time. We can cook food for them. We bartend for them. Um, We're not all up in their face. Of course, this is their weekend. We're just there to make sure they're, we're like the pregame. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's super enjoyable and seeing like them having a good time. It just, I mean, who wouldn't want to be a a guy surrounded by 15 to 20 girls that are just excited that you're there? Yeah. They're like, like, woo! That's fun. Bunch of woo girls. I love them. I will say, I have done a lot of bachelorette parties and it is exactly what you said. It's like herding cats. And even just something as simple as a pregame, like, you know, First of all, leading up to the pregame, you have done the whole, everybody send me $85 and I'm going to go to Sam's and get everything we need. And then everybody's like, will you get this for me? Will you get this for me? So it's already chaotic leading up to it. Yeah. And then getting there, having an opinion of like, let's do an hour pregame here. Somebody else is like, no, let's just go straight to the bar. Mm-hmm. Like y'all coming in and taking the guesswork out, just being like, we're going to have a good time. We're here for two hours. Yep. That's a dream. Yep. Sit down. If you want a massage, we'll massage your shoulders. Ah! We'll bartend for you. We'll pour shots in your mouth like we did. Said this person right here. It was really fun. She enjoyed it. It was really fun. Um, 
yeah, it's just it's it's a good service to where like we're just trying to make these girls like have a memorable. Hopefully, it's your only bachelorette party that you're gonna have. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe one of the sixteen are engaged and they're looking for something to do and they want to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so it's it's it was really cool going out and seeing how it was ran and hopefully we can bring it here and make sure these girls have a memorable stay in Savannah. Yeah. Um, and so for anybody who maybe they live in Savannah and they're not like traveling here for their bachelorette, like do you guys do other kinds of parties? Like if someone has a birthday or something? We do uh, offer like birthday weekends, girls weekends. Yeah. Um, we stretch all the way out to Tybee as well. We okay. do beach parties. Um, yeah, like anything really relating to a group of girls and wanting to have fun and have our service right now is what we're doing. But we are doing a Valentine's Day uh, little uh discount yeah. special going on. Okay. Um, basically, it's uh, if you go on our website and type in the Gowns Day 50, uh, you get a discount off of a party that's booked anywhere between the 9th and the 15th of February. Oh, sweet. Um, so, yeah, it's basically just an incentive to get some girls that are uh, coming down for, uh, you name it. Like yeah. I said, girls weekend, birthday weekend uh, during that week and want us to cater to them. You made me think of my last story. What was your last story? I'm going to tell you, I forgot to tell you about the worst date I've ever been on. Ooh. Yeah. And, you know, it sounds like it's going to be a negative story, but it's so crazy that it's The worst, best date you've ever been on? No, it was not the the best. This is so insane. The best, worst date you've been on. (laughs) The worst, worst, worst of all time. And so what made me think of it is that the guy was bartender, right? So that's the whole story. She's not talking about me. That was why it was so bad. I'm just kidding. Thank you. Don't listen to her. Bartenders are great. I dated a lovely bartender for a long time. It was great. We're adventurous. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy, he was, whenever I was a freshman in college, he was a senior, I think. So he was older than me and all my friends. And he was, I'm not kidding, so hot. Like he would be walking around campus. Everybody knew his first and last name just because he was like a specimen, like gorgeous man he went by first and last name like brad pitt exactly he's not just brad no literally like you could never just say his first name yeah he was so hot and so then he like moved away like did some modeling or whatever and then like he came back and was bartending in the same college town so finally i like got hot like my junior year of college and he talked to me and Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god so like i remember i like i called my girlfriends and i was like so and so you know he like said hello he followed me on instagram whatever Flash forward a couple nights and I'm at the bars and he's out and we like just hit it off, like truly hit it off. I was like, oh my God, like we're having good conversation. We make out at the bar. And then he's like, I want to take you out like on an actual date, like tomorrow. And I'm like, like in my head, my dreams are coming (laughs) true. Yeah. I'm like freshman year. Me would have been like, yes, it was awesome. So he bartended at this teeny, teeny little, like really nice like cocktail place mm-hmm. and so he's like you know i'm closing i'll be done around nine if you want to come by at like 8 45 like i'll make you a drink while i finish up and then we'll go i'm like oh my god i love that so i go sit at the bar he's cleaned everything already he makes me a drink and he's like finishing up and we're talking then he gets a phone call and so i'm listening and i start to learn he had been on like probation for something at work like he was in trouble and the owner was calling to check on him and so the manager is like in the back or whatever and he's like can you believe this to the manager, the guy I'm there to see? And I was like, oh, wow, like that was an outburst. He's like, I can't effing believe that this guy's calling to check on me. And the manager is like, I mean, you are on probation. Like, I think he was just checking in. I don't think he's coming at you. Like, I think he was just checking to see how the night went. Mm -hmm. He's like, fuck that, fuck this. 
this and i was like oh my god i'm literally sitting there like sipping my cocktail like watching this go down like he's just losing his mind that the owner wanted to check on him i'm like dude so i'm already like really turned off by this like we're not going out again this Mm -hmm. is embarrassing for you he looks at me and goes can you just leave chris (laughs) chris i was like you're having a meltdown (laughs) right now excuse me not me like i have done nothing wrong so i say yep i can and i pack up my stuff and i go across the street like all the bars where i went to school and they're like all in like the same little district Mm. area i go across and the chef at the restaurant next door is there and i know him and he's like oh my god were you trying to go out with so and so and i was like yeah that like he just had a freaking meltdown over somebody checking on him at work it was crazy and he's like let me buy you a shot he does this all the time i was like what so then i realized like people know this so i take a couple shots then the same guy i'm on a date with like an hour in i'm lit now calls me and he's like i'm so embarrassed i'm really sorry like can you please can i please see you and like explain what just happened absolutely fucking not i said yes because i was lit he was so hot no chris he was so hot so i'm oh, like yeah God. for sure and he lived around the corner so i went over to his house and oh, he that's, like that's a bad idea <laughs> he started <laughs> no, i know they, telling this story now it's like what was i doing i was blinded by his beauty okay or by the tequila <laughs> and the tequila but so i go over there and i'm like what happened and he like starts to like almost cry telling me like you know he's got issues and all this stuff and i was like look man i just like don't know why you were getting so mad like you just messed up at work like of course your boss is gonna check on you when i said that it was like triggered yes like the exact same rage that was in the restaurant then he was screaming at me he was like Fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you have got problems. Like, oh my God, please. What a schizo. It was. <laughs> and the thing is, mental health, something to not joke about. But this was out of control. Like, it was scary. And so I just like left and I called my friend. I was like, can you come get me? I've had the weirdest Jesus. night. Jesus. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. And I will never forget that. Like, it feels like a fever dream. Oh God. I know. <laughs> I was just stressed out listening to that. I'm telling you, it's it's psychotic. And like now, I mean, at the time, how old are you whenever you're a junior in college? Like 21? Yes. That was only five years ago. But like knowing just like my maturity level between then and now, it's like so embarrassing to think that I would ever go over to that guy's house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like you're you're after something other than just talking. I was after those abs. I mean, sheesh. Hey, if you can make eggs on abs, that's fine. <laughs> Calvin just goes, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anything else you want people to know? Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to, I guess, dating, mm-hmm. I'm not very good at <laughs> good at it. Or I might be able to give some advice. Uh, just have fun. Let's have fun with it. Don't don't be too serious about it. Um, the seriousness will come down the road, but just have fun with it. Yeah. I think that's good advice. All you listeners out there, then come to Trailer Park and see me if everything goes wrong. I'll make everything go away. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're cut off. You're cut off. Single ladies. I know my listeners. They're quality women. I didn't say I was going after the... No, I'm telling you that they're quality women. Like, you're in for a treat if anyone comes to see you. They're awesome. Great. Lucky you. I hope so. Anyway, thank you for providing. I work tonight. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you for bringing a male perspective to these crazy Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking time and listening to my my side of the story. 
All right, y'all. Check out Chris. Uh, where can they find you? Plug your social media. Uh, you can find me at crush underscore Keenan on Instagram. Uh, you can also check me out on the Cocktail Boys uh, Instagram as well. Um, other than that, my name is Chris Keenan. I work at Trailer Park, and I'm there all the time. So come see me. What up? All right, y'all. With that, I will take us out. You know where to find me at Chicks and Dip Pod at Lauren underscore Wolverton on all social media platforms. Uh, new episodes drop bright and early on Monday mornings. Um, you can listen to us as a podcast only on Spotify, Apple, Google, literally anywhere you can find a podcast. We're available as a video show on YouTube and Spotify every week. Um, and check it out, y'all. Please share this episode. If we read your story, please share it. Like you wrote in, you took the time, so might as well share it. Might as well. That helps us out so much. Um, and yeah, with that, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Yep. Cheers, y'all. Bye.